Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mindset Matters. My name is Victoria Williamson, and welcome to some conversation around navigating life through a lens of resilience, presence, gratitude, and overall just a positive outlook on life. So I'm happy to be here, and I'm really happy that you're joining me. So today I want to talk about being the type of person to respond versus react. So reacting versus responding to people, situations, and things in our life. So I'm going to kind of define the difference I believe reacting versus responding is. And I want to get into how being someone who thoughtfully responds to people, situations, and things has really helped me grow as a person and just give me more self-awareness and awareness of my surroundings Um, and kind of the energy that I'm putting out into the world. So let's start by getting into what I believe the difference is between reacting and responding. So to me, a reaction is like an immediate, mindless response to something. So it often is coming from a place of frustration, impatience, um, even anger sometimes. Whereas responding in situations to me is thoughtful. It comes from a place of patience, awareness, and even presence. Like knowing that you kind of have to just accept that life is going to throw curveballs at you and things are not always going to go smoothly. So let's get into some examples right away. So this is what I envision when I think about reacting. So let's say someone cuts you off in traffic And your reaction is you flip them off or you honk your horn and yell that they're an idiot. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next one, maybe someone yells at you. So you yell back. That's like your reaction is to come back with the same energy. And this is something I see a lot in my role as a teacher. Like if a student is yelling at me, it's like that react inside of me wants to yell back but like that doesn't end up getting me anywhere and when you yell at a student they're going to be more in that mode of like well they want to yell back too so that is another example of a reaction Um, and really anything inconvenient happens in your life maybe you're at the grocery store and the cashier is in training and they're super slow you of course chose the slowest line And so your reaction is either to kind of complain, to huff and puff, to roll your eyes, okay? So to me, all of these things were kind of negative, right? It's a mindless, easy, complacent reaction to the inconveniences of life. Whereas let's think about responding in these types of situations. So someone cuts you off in traffic, well, you take a breath and you tell yourself, okay, you know, not a big deal. To me, that's like responding. You're thinking. It requires thinking, okay? Again, someone yells at you and you respond to say, wow, like, you know what? I can't have this conversation with you if you're going to yell at me, you know, or like, let's have this conversation when you are able to talk to me like a person. I don't want to be yelled at, okay? Rather than yelling back, going to get you nowhere or even deciding like to walk away. Say, you know what? I can't have this conversation. If you're going to yell, I'm going to walk away. So to me, that's a, it's like a thoughtful response. You have to think about how you want to 
respond in a situation. And again, something inconvenient happens. So again, the new cashier who's holding up the line or the person who's paying in change, instead of rolling your eyes, complaining about it, being in a huff, just take a breath and give them grace. Say, you know what? This person is in training. They know they're slow. Let's not make it harder for them. Let's just give them the grace to do their job. And no problem. You'll get through when you get through. Okay? So again, it requires thinking. Now, do I believe that all situations you're going to be able to thoughtfully respond? Not always, right? Let's think of like fight or flight situations where there's suddenly a bear in the woods. Like you're not going to be able to thoughtfully always think about what you need to do and there's going to be times when you just have to react right if in like serious situations there's going to be time when you have to just react to things and you're not always going to have time to really think about it so I'm not really thinking about that I'm thinking more of like everyday situations that kind of put us in a bad mood because I think it's so easy for people to complain and for people to just mindlessly get upset and voice the things that are upsetting them and it's funny because I feel like in life like there's always going to be inconveniences there's always going to be things that you could view as a negative thing but when we complain and voice those negative opinions that's what makes it worse if you just accept that things are going to be as they are and you can't control everything then like it's just not a big deal someone cuts you off in traffic okay the cashier is slow okay so I'll be here probably what an extra two minutes is that really that big of a deal like no most of the time no it's not that big of a deal I also feel like people have this tendency or habit to use complaints as like a conversation starter I see this a lot at school too of like teachers not really knowing what to talk about so They just talk about something going on at school that's like negative. And I learned very quickly to like avoid those types of people because I don't want to hear about your negative opinions about XYZ. You know, like it just, it's not going to make my day better. And again, I kind of go back to this idea of self-awareness and reflection. Like take the time to think about what are you usually talking about when you're voicing different opinions when you're talking about things and is it negative because chances are people don't enjoy having conversations with you if it's always negative and there's a difference between needing to like vent to a friend and you are aware that it's going to be a heavier negative conversation versus Every time you talk to people, you're bringing in this kind of negative energy where you're complaining about something, you're mad about something, you're impatient about something, you're reacting versus thoughtfully responding. And I think the problem with this is this lack of self-awareness where people don't want to be around that. I don't want to be around people who are super negative and I don't want to bring a negative energy when I talk to people. And I definitely have in the past and like, For me, it's when I lacked self-awareness. I lacked the ability to be super present and just accept things as they are. I remember this one time I was meeting some friends in Niagara and I had to work in the morning. So they all went without me and I had to drive myself there. Of course, by the time I left, there was so much traffic and I was so mad 
work didn't go well in the morning as well so I was just like frustrated and annoyed and as soon as I arrived I wish I had just like taken a breath checked all of the negative energy and like been like okay I'm leaving it to the car let's go have fun but instead I like arrived at the table and I was just like kind of in a huff and a puff like I totally brought bad energy to that table that they were already enjoying themselves they had you know been at a wine tasting like for me to just not be able to show up and say hey like I'm here I made it you know like looking back like I just I definitely brought a very negative energy to that space and I know that they could feel that I was like on edge not happy and it's just like there's a time and place to express certain emotions bringing it to like a party or like a group full of people having fun don't be that person who just shows up in a huff and a puff and you're negative and you're complaining like nobody wants that and again I've been there and I've done that and I've lacked the self-awareness to realize what I was doing so to me it's just so important to be self-aware and to build awareness of your situation your people like the people around you are they positive are they always complaining Because it's so easy to join in that conversation. If someone's complaining, you can also voice your opinion. It's so easy to do. I don't know why that is, but it's just so easy for people to voice negative opinions. And again, it's almost like this conversation starter. You don't know what to talk about. So someone starts complaining, you just join in. And next thing you know, you're a bunch of negative Nancys that like anyone with the level of awareness to see it like doesn't want to be around like I now know how to avoid those types of people I'm actually really good at reading people and like sensing their energy that they're bringing and again it's just like be someone who brings a positive energy think about someone that you know who's always super positive and like you just enjoy being around maybe it's a coworker, maybe it's a friend maybe it's the concierge at my at your building like I used to have a great concierge he was friends with everybody in the building he knew everyone's name people love to stop and chat with him because he was just a great person and he just brought a great positive energy to the table and I'm not saying that you always have to be super positive and energetic and outgoing but just be aware of you know what type of energy am I bringing to the table And is it a type of energy that I would want to be around? Would I want to be my friend right now? Would I want to talk to myself? Would I want to be engaged in conversation with the type of person that I'm being right now? And it can be tough to look at yourself and be honest and say, ooh, you know what? Like, I am super negative. But again, that's better. Look at yourself, build self-awareness because then you can always make changes. So let's talk a little bit about how to build this sense of response versus reaction because to me I said you know reaction was kind of immediate it's a bit mindless it often comes from a negative space place of frustration so how do we train ourselves to stop doing this well one rule I kind of have for myself is to always like take a breath before I respond to things so Again, at school is, I have really good examples from school and teaching because there's just so much that goes on during a day with dealing with like 30 kids that there's going to be situations where you want to react, you want to scream, you want to yell at them, you want to slam the door. 
And there's been times where I've reacted and like yelled. And it's just like, ugh, I don't want to be that person. Again, sometimes it gets to a point where maybe it's a little bit necessary. You need to react quickly. But as a general rule, I try to take a breath. So if I'm feeling like super overstimulated, there's like so many kids asking me questions or just like not doing what they're supposed to do. I try to take a breath because that helps me just kind of quickly ground myself to say, okay, what do I want to do in this situation or how do I want to respond? I don't want to be just someone who yells back at someone who yells at me. I have students who've been super disrespectful and it's hard to respond sometimes because it's like they're so rude, it's constant and it's frustrating you know, to be frank, it's really frustrating when trying to navigate these types of situations where a student is being disrespectful or someone is being really rude. And it could be, again, it could be a coworker, a boss, a friend, like coming at you with something and you just want to sometimes react. And in those situations, I find taking a breath helps me to kind of center myself and think about, okay, what do I want to respond with? And the other thing I kind of keep in my head is the question, you know, how do I want to be spoken to and what's the type of person that I would want to engage in conversation with, even if it's conflict. I don't want to engage in conversation with someone who's super hot-headed, super reactive, super on edge and like raising their voice That's not someone that I feel I can have a constructive conversation with. And it's so easy to let yourself match their energy. I think we often hear that you are kind of a reflection of the people you're around. And it's important to be mindful of the types of people you surround yourself with. Because I do believe that energy is always being exchanged. And we do kind of form habits and can match the energy of the people around us so if you're talking to someone who is super reactive it's not unlikely that you're going to match that energy and kind of get worked up as well I really value patience in a person if someone is patient um, and takes their time when responding to things that is such an important quality to me in a friend with my parents you know in a partner like Because I'm someone who is naturally not very patient and it's something I've worked so hard to build and it's something I have to actively practice because even as a kid, I was not naturally patient. I get frustrated really easily. I was reactive. I would cry about situations. And this is when I was really young. (laughs) But patience does not come naturally to me. It's something that I've really had to build in my life. And I think that's important because... You can be someone who's patient even if you are not. So if you find yourself listening to this and you're like, oh man, like I am really reactive. Like I've always been this way. I can't change. I can't, you know, be someone who's patient. Yes, you can. Because I'm telling you right now, I used to be one of the least patient people ever, honestly. And I know my friends who've known me for a long time, my parents would vouch for this, that like I was not growing up. I was not a patient person. It doesn't come naturally to me. Now it does because I've, again, built this habit of who do I want to be? I don't want to be impatient. I don't want to be someone who is always in a rush and who needs things to happen immediately. But I used to be that person. 
And that's why I'm sharing this with you because I really do believe that you can build these skills, you can become self-aware and you can build the habits to become any type of person that you want to be. You don't have to be stuck in your ways if you don't want to be. But if you're not self-aware and you don't take the time to try to implement certain things, then yeah, you're not going to change. But if you genuinely want to be someone who's more patient, you can do it. And again, as someone who's not naturally patient, I need to be around people who are patient. Because if I'm around people who are super reactive, it's not hard for me to kind of snap back into that mindset and to become reactive as well. And that's why, you know, I've experienced this firsthand of like the people you surround yourself with, it's so important. And that's why I've just come to value patience and thoughtful responding to situations so, so much. Now, I also think that we just feel better when we respond versus react. Does it feel good to like flip someone off or yell in your car when someone cuts you off? No, it's a, it's almost a little embarrassing. It's like, oh, why did I get so mad? Or to be rolling your eyes at checkout because the cashier is slow. And then it turns out when you talk to them, they're so nice and you feel bad for like judging them at the beginning, right? Like it's so easy to be negative and to misjudge and then you feel icky about it like or again if a student yells at me and I yell back I'm embarrassed to be like wow I really just yelled at a 12 year old because they yelled at me like I'm supposed to be the adult who's mature at least the 12 year old like they're a child you know it's like they're still learning but for me to react that way it's like embarrassing for myself I'm like wow like I really overreacted or I really let them get under my skin. And sometimes it's hard and I think we've all been there. But again, it's like you feel like dumb about it after. You're like, wow, like I really let myself get so mad and I let this person get under my skin. Like it's just not a good feeling. So again, build self-awareness. Build the habit of taking a breath and asking yourself, you know, who do I want to be? Who do I want to show up as? Who do I want people to see me as? I don't want people to see me as someone who's super reactive or feel like they need to walk on eggshells around me, right? I think we all know those types of people. Um, And again, I want to emphasize that it's never too late to change certain things about yourself. We're always evolving and growing. I am so, so different than what I was 10 years ago. And even five years ago, like I'm so, so different and I love who I am today and I'm really proud of myself for building self-awareness and building, you know, this level of appreciation for who I am and the person I want to show up as in the world. So it's never too late to change things. Every day is a new opportunity to kind of begin again and start fresh. You're never going to be perfect. I still have my moments of impatience But I've built this awareness, I've built this sense of presence where it's really easy for me now to kind of get out of that state and come back to myself and realize, okay, I slipped up, it's not a big deal, let's keep going. Who am I? I'm patient, I'm calm, I'm present. I always tell myself this, I'm patient, I'm calm, I'm present and it helps. Affirmations, everything. So I hope this was helpful And if you're someone who's super reactive, I hope you could gain something from this to start being someone who thoughtfully responds to different people, situations, things in your life. 
as always, I hope you have a great day, evening, night, wherever you are, and I will chat with you next time.